and welcome to another episode of the Fumblecast. I'm Chris, here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. He's doing research as we start because things have changed so much. We um, normally record on Wednesdays, recording on a Thursday today because... Um, uh, work happens. <laughs> well, work, and um, yesterday actually we, we put the dogs down, so um, uh, both dogs were very ailing. Uh, probably shouldn't have waited as long on the fur on the Chihuahua. She was a trooper, um, but um, my other dog uh, couldn't use his back legs. Um, it's been a great 15 years. Um, it was a rough night last night. It was very quiet, but um, I love them and miss them dearly already. So we um, moved days to record to today, and it, actually this was even later than I was planning because you know, like you said, work happens. So. Um, um, the podcast is a very good outlet for me. It makes me feel better talking about things that I love. So it helps me kind of um, you know, take my mind off things for a minute. So we're going to have some fun with this. Um, now we're going to start with the general pile. This first one looks weird. And I'll say, now, if, um, if, if not, you could always, you know, cure your ales by playing some Call of Duty as well. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, so the first thing is Joe Russo says live action Hercules to be Eric's experimental TikTok inspired musical. Now there was rumors about this for a while because the Hercules movie is going to be in the MCU. Um, but I don't know how I'm, TikTok inspired musical. This could, that could mean a myriad of things. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I guess it says I kind of just did a quick Google on it because I didn't really read the article to be 100% uh, honest, but it says, um, you know, it says there are questions about how you translate it as a musical, Russo says. Audience today's have been trained by TikTok, right? What is their expectation of what that musical looks, looks, looks like and feels like? So, I mean, but... TikTok is like, it, it's just a, it's like Vine, but instead of six seconds, it's, you know, however long it is. It's not like, oh, you do this or do that. You're just you're recording yourself and whatever trends are going on, or <clears throat> it's not like it's, oh, hey, that's a TikTok video. Well, what I'm thinking is uh, he's probably, because you don't see many musicals based off of, what I'm assuming is going to be is it's going to be based off of modern music. It won't be original scores like most musicals are. They're going to take songs that already exist and turn them into some sort of musical aspect. Whether or not it is actually a musical or has like musical elements is what we're waiting to see. I mean, the Russo brothers are fantastic at what they do. So it's not like... I'm worried about it, but I know some people are because like Connor from Con Con's Cantina, he said he's 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 marveled out. And, you know, this is one thing, you know, you don't want to have happen. Yeah. It, and it sounds like it basically it's just going to to push the bound like the, he says, push the boundaries of cinema. So, I mean, a you're going to get that. And then, you know, like you said, with the TikTok, it's uh, how they put it a little bit more experimental in tone. Um, and a little bit more experimental in execution. So, you know, there there you go. But like you said, I think it's, you know, trying to make it more relevant um, today's to today's day and age with, you know, TikTok and, and whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. but, the, but the thing with that is, is hopefully um, it's still, excuse me, it's still, 
you know, relevant years from now, like the original Hercules is. I mean, if it's something like, a, you know, oh, hey, that's, uh, you know, and, and all of those animateds in that, you know, uh, that renaissance of Disney of those 90s, um, you know, animations where this is like, oh, hey, that was definitely done in, you know, the early 2020s because, hey, look, that was, you know, there's this, this and this that stick out like a sore thumb. Well, and especially with it being it was live action, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, we'll it, it, let's put it this way: it'll be interesting to see what the first trailer is like, and then the subsequent trailers after that. Because sometimes the first trailer is like, "Oh, it's going to be kind of like this," and then they release another trailer or the final trailer is like, oh, "That's kind of not what I thought it was going to be on the first trailer." So it'll be. And it makes sense, too, because sometimes they make changes like, I didn't even know this. Um, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Sixth Sense, um, apparently when the Sixth Sense came out, the very first trailer actually basically hinted that Bruce Willis was dead. Like, the first thing it says is, he see, he goes, I see dead people, and then it shows Bruce Willis. So right. they changed the trailer because you know sometimes sometimes people are are dumb to movies and they want to you know you want to bring people out so i feel like this you know it like you said when we get the first trailer it might even change the movie itself they might go you know you know what yeah we can't um we can't do that that's not um you know what i mean like they yeah. could probably make a change to it so right um, yeah it'll it'll be see how it goes but i mean most of their live action stuff that they've done, especially the remakes, have done decent to well. <clears throat> you know, there really hasn't been one that has like just completely flopped. There could be people, hey, I don't like it, but then you look at the numbers and it does well. And it does, you know, enough to generate, uh, you know, another one. Right. You know, hopefully, with this being, <clears throat> excuse me, experimental, TikTok inspired, that it kind of doesn't ruin it for the next ones that are the subsequent ones that come after that. Cause when right. you have one that doesn't do that great and not that, Hey, I don't like it because Will Smith, the Aladdin. Okay. Well, we, we knew that coming in. Well, this is not whole... a remake, Tim. <clears throat> What's well, Hercules. Yeah. But I believe this is the Hercules MCU one. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still Hercules. I mean, the story of Hercules is Hercules. <clears throat> I believe it's different in the comics, though. That's what I'm confused by. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, e either way, I mean, whatever, you know, whatever it is, if they, okay, let's, let's say it's not a remake. You know, if they don't do it well um, with it with it being live action, you know, A, with it being Hercules, and B, with it being live action, and it doesn't do well as far as box office and everything, uh -huh. then... It's 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 always the last thing that sticks with you um, or the I'm sorry, the most recent thing that sticks with you. So they could do five great movies and one bad one. But that one bad one was the last one that you, they did. So when it comes to the next one, you're just going to remember that one bad one and not the five ones that were fantastic leading up to it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it does you know decent to good so then that way when the next one comes out i mean they already said that they're gonna have other ones but when it comes out <laughs> is that you don't have the sour taste in your mouth 
And, you know, maybe if it does, they could say, oh, well, you know, it was experimental. It didn't, you know, do as good as we thought it was. So we're just going to stick to the remakes of the live action ones. Or, I mean, remakes of the animated classic ones. I mean, it, it's Who a knows? possibility. But no, I'm pretty sure this is because Russo's did a bunch, almost all the, all the no, I, MCU I think, stuff. Yeah, I think I did remember seeing something where it was going to be, not to say that it was going to be like an MCU type one. Yeah. Which is... So... Interesting I mean, to say the least. I mean, all of this is, like I said, we'll, you know, we'll wait for the trailers, and then at the end of the day, we'll wait for the movie to come out and see how it does. Exactly. Um, one thing I am excited for the MCU is they added Audrey Plaza, also Aubrey Plaza, and Joe Locke to the cast of Agatha Harkness spinoff, The Coven of Chaos. Um, Aubrey Plaza is amazing. Um, I think she'll do great in this role whatever it may be um, there have been um, I'm not going to go speculation for shows because it just, it just, it's, it's horrible. Um, but I believe they said that um, there will be supposedly because everyone predicted that Mephisto was involved in the um, vision, WandaVision show that someone will be playing uh, Mephisto in Coven of Chaos. It is rumored um, that um, Evan Peters is supposed to return as the same character in Coven of Chaos. And then Aubrey Plaza might be playing a supposed villain in um, the film. And we got interrupted by my kid twice now as we're trying to record this podcast. Uh, good thing it was the same break. So, um, But I was just saying Aubrey Plaza is rumored to be playing a villain. You can take that with a grain of salt just because, um, I mean, we, everything is up in the air. It's the MCU. We don't know anything. We just know that Catherine Hahn is playing you know, Agatha Harkness still, um, but we don't know. I mean, honestly, we, when we saw her last, we don't know the status of it. Um, I can't remember. There's a couple people that are supposed to still be in it, but we, but the problem with these shows is, is you can say, Oh, so-and-so is in it, but they're in it for three minutes across three episodes. So um, I am excited to see them, that cast come back. I'm also excited to see Evan Peters come back. So um, we're going to see what happens. Um, Tim doesn't watch this kind of stuff, so it kind of makes it boring for him on that. So um, what I will say is I have been getting my text messages from the Continental. Do you know what that is, Timothy? Isn't that a hotel? The Continental is the hotel from um, the John Wick movies. And what they do is they do this cool little thing where a, a while back – I've been a member of it for two, the since number two. Um, and basically what happens is they send you a, a text message and it says, let me see if I still have it. I don't think I deleted it. I better not have deleted it. Um, but basically they tell you, you know, hey, this is um, this is the Continental. Um, we're sending you this message basically saying um uh it's always like cryptic and usually what happens is you click on the link and it's an ad or it's whatever it is for the thing but oh here it is right here there we go so um july 18th they texted me saying so good to see you again the high table has requested we send text through this new number classified john wick updates are coming soon and so basically it was, it's one of those things they're doing their new terms of agreement. And it says, as a reward for your fealty, here's a first look at the next John Wick. And that was July 21st. Um, 
And so then the countdown began yesterday at 8 a.m. And it was an hourglass counting down to the trailer that came out today. The trailer was phenomenal. Um, basically, it does seem like this, this is going to be it for the John Wick series. Um, somebody challenges John Wick to a one-on-one fight from the high table. So if he wins this war fight thingy that they're going to have, he can get his freedom. If he loses, he's obviously dead. So um, I'm super stoked for it. I'm super excited because um, we've been waiting for this for too long, over a year. Because it was supposed to come out last year when The Matrix came out. And now I get a feeling because of how the, that movie did, maybe the people that do the John Wick movies were like, we need to separate ourselves from that. So don't know yet. We're going to find out, though, because it comes out soon enough. Yeah, and like you said, with John Wick, they do a lot of the um, sending the text message updates or whatnot in the John Wick style that it is. So it's pretty cool, um, you know, on on how they do it and revealing the trailer and then everything that's uh, upcoming for it. I wish more um, just anything in general would kind of do that. Cause it's, it's pretty cool. And especially doing it in that style of whatever it is like, this is, you know, John wick coming from the continental, you know, where it could be, you know, like modern warfare or, or call of duty coming from something that has to do with the game or, or whatever it is. It, it'd be cool. I'm, Maybe there is, and I just don't know about it, but it seems like the, you know, the John Wick one is you get that text message and it's like, ooh, you kind of get a little, little giddy because you know yep. what it is. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is, is it, I, I always forget because they usually, um, it's usually a pretty big gap between getting text messages. So, um, yeah, we're going to see uh, what happens. Because it comes out, when does it come out? I can't even remember because I don't even look at that. Because they send me the updates so much. Like when the um, number two came out or number three came out, they sent me the link to get tickets, all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't like I had to wait very long. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 is expected March of 2023, March 24th. So, and it does have Donnie Yen. Bill Skarsgård, Lawrence Fishburne is back, and then um, Lance uh, Reddick, who is Sharon, 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 and then obviously um, Ian McShane is back as well. But we don't know, like, you don't know much. Ooh, they have Clancy Brown on this list. That's going to make it even better. Anything with Clancy Brown makes it better. Um, Next, this one was interesting. Um. Disney's announces the full cast for upcoming Star Wars, the Acolyte Disney Plus series, which is rumored to start production now. Um, so they've been kind of slowly re- revealing different characters. We know a little bit behind it, but I'm not going to dive into it just because um, I feel like I'm, I don't want to get my hopes up. So even though we cover stuff like this, I'm going to wait till we get more info about it just because I I like the Star Wars content so much I'm doing right now, which if you're not watching and or you're missing out a ton because Andy Serkis is amazing in this show so far. So um, it's good to see more cast members for the Acolyte series. I like who they've cast. I like the behind the scenes stuff that we have seen of them talking and discussing in different locations. So um, I'm stoked and hopefully they use it all the same way as they're doing all these other shows. It's going to be good. Um, Disney Plus did unveil a new trailer for the Walt Disney Animation Studios original series Zootopia Plus. 
I did not watch it because I never even watched Utopia. I've seen part of it. It looks evil, and I can't. I just can't keep myself. I don't know. Oh, it's a it's a great movie, I, and I haven't watched the um the trailer for this either. I've just been too busy with uh with work stuff going on, and then I get home and I forget to watch it. So, but no, if you haven't watched the um, Zootopia the movie, it's it's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, and, and, um, and there's and there's a good uh, good twist at the ending. So, but I mean, it's it's a it's you know it's a Disney animated uh, movie, and it's cool to see, and it's perfect because on like some movies you can't really like jump off and have a series for it, or this you can. I mean, you could have like a you know even sequel movies and series to it. It's almost like a Star Wars where you could have the movies and then you have the movies within not the movies within the movies but the movies as far as like the filler gaps and then you have the one-offs like you know the mandalorian kenobi um you know everything that goes goes along with it because there's so many routes that you could take um on it so i'm definitely going to watch that as soon as we get done recording uh this episode awesome well let's we'll find out next week how it is um this one I'm excited for because um, I I have I really really like uh, Lin Manuel Miranda um, just because um, I, I I haven't seen it. I didn't never still seen him in anything and then I saw him on Brooklyn Nine Nine and he was amazing on Brooklyn Nine Nine like I don't know if you he literally plays the annoying brother of one of the cops I can't remember her name anymore but um, uh, it was just fantastic. I just loved his character. Well, he's been cast as Hermes in the Disney Plus series, Percy Jackson, and the Olympians. Now, this could be anything from a, ha- a joking role, because I know with stuff coming Disney Plus, Percy Jackson um, series has always been mostly serious. I do they have know they have like some very minuscule amounts of comic relief, but I have a feeling he's going to do good in the role, and hopefully, I mean... People might think there's singing involved, but he is an amazing actor as well. So props to him on that one. Right. Um, this one, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm iffy on this one. So the problem I have is, is Harrison Ford has been telling us for how long. Once I'm done with Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is done. Once I'm done with Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is done. And then they say the Indiana Jones TV series is possibly coming to Disney Plus. Um. Well, and yeah, it's who knows what it is. And I wonder if they're just throwing it out there to see what the reaction is with the new Indiana Jones movie, you know, coming to it is. I just hope with this movie, they don't do it. You know, Harrison Ford, you know, retires or whatever it is. And um, what's his name is in it. Um, Shia LaBeouf. <clears throat> And I hopefully, you know, they don't do, oh, hey, look, now Shia LaBeouf is going to be the quote unquote new Dr. Jones in it and then do a run of, you know, three or four movies on it. And then this now ties into that. But with Shia LaBeouf being the care, you know, the new. Well, I don't think they'll bring him in. I I hope it goes more along. (laughs) I hope this more goes along the lines of maybe they're former students of him and they're basically doing stuff, you know, based off of his stories or, 
Yeah. Know, people, for, people forget almost every single one of the movies starts off with him being a teacher and right. then all of a sudden getting pulled back into the game. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, not necessarily meaning like Shia LaBeouf being it. No, but no, no, no. Like yeah. Based on, you know, on on his new the new iteration of it or whatever right. it is. I right. No, because, you know. You can't ha- I mean, you know, Indiana Jones may be dead with Harrison Ford. That's fine. But if he's got kids or something like that, they're not going to, you know, maybe they're not called Indiana. Maybe it's going to be, you know, something, whatever. And he's still going to, then he's going to be a doctor because he's following his dad's footsteps or whatnot. So he could still be Dr. Jones, but it's right. not Indiana Jones type deal. But it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it gets any traction or runs with it. But, you know, we'll see. Because the Indiana, the new Indiana Jones movie hasn't come out, right? No, it has not. Yeah, I didn't think so. So I feel like you know what be what we would. But really if but I mean like if that flops, you know, because I mean shoot, you know Harrison Ford from the first movie to this last one, I mean what he's aged thirty years or whatever it is. I mean yeah. and he wasn't young buck in the first one either. Um, so no, and that's what people fail to remember. He was already in his twenties when he did um, Star Wars. So oh yeah, and before that he was just uh well on American Graffiti he was which was right before Star Wars he was like I think even younger than that um yeah I mean he was he was a baby in that so and the only reason why he was acting was because they needed somebody and he was the onset uh the carpenter <laughs> right hey right place at the right time right there and you know look at that but um. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it takes off, and I wonder if they're throwing it out there, but we'll see how the movie goes, and if it flops, well, I guess the last one didn't do that great either, so, or didn't do that well. I think more people had a problem with um, Shia LaBeouf than they did with the actual movie itself. I also think the premise as well, people were like, the premise doesn't make any sense, so I think that that might be some of it too. No, exactly. But I mean, all of that ties into the movie. I mean, Harrison Ford could put a fantastic performance on, but it's going to get, you know, shadowed over by Shia LaBeouf and the premise of the movie. But now, do you think that if they were to do that, that it would tarnish the entire legacy? Because I mean, my wife does not like; she doesn't care for stuff like that. She doesn't care for movies like that, nothing like that. But I did show her the infamous scene of. Um, uh, him in the street where he comes out after being inside that basket and he's chasing after the girl and that big huge guy with the sword is flashing the sword around and he pulls the gun out and just shoots him and oh yeah I, and Sarah thought it was hilarious and I go they did that because Harrison Ford couldn't couldn't do another fight scene he had hurt himself and that's why yeah. they did that that was the compromise <laughs> they came up with was him pulling the gun out and shooting and I go and she enjoyed, she thought it was hilarious. And I go, so I don't, I don't know, like, because, because we're at the age now, you and I are old enough now where if our kids were to say, like, we may, let's say we're talking about Indiana Jones and our kids go, oh, what's that about? And I'm like, Google it. Well, then all of a sudden the new stuff comes yeah, up yeah. and it's like, oh, you don't want to watch that. You want to watch the old stuff. You want to watch so, the old, yeah. Well, I mean, you have, you know, you have that with like Star Wars because you got, you know, the stuff like basically our parents remember stuff that we remember. And then now there's stuff, you know, the newer stuff right now. So, but like you said, I don't, I don't think it will because 
the first three were first first two two or three were really well so you know i i i don't think i don't think it will because they're they're classics classics number nine there are classics and i also think that they um they have that nostalgia to it so. yeah they yep they live up they stand the test of time yeah exactly um next uh disney parks made 28 billion in revenue during the 2022 fiscal year now the tough part is is they consider that profit or how much how much is of that is profit um yeah i don't know well it did <laughs> increase by 73 percent over 2021 which is good but i mean it's going to because it was no well, i mean it was it was covid year and only really one of the parks or one of the resorts were open not necessarily one of the parks but with uh disney resort being in california that's it's closed because of california uh mandate on that so i mean with an increase of course you're going to see that because now you have more parks open but um kind of looking here it doesn't really and of course they like even though it's just a, a you know a short article it doesn't um let's see here the fiscal year increased by 73 percent over 2021 <laughs> Uh, Disney Parks made 7.4 billion in quarter four, 28 over the full year. Q4 of 2021 earned 5.45 uh, million, meaning that 2022 saw an increase of 36%. Um, yeah, it didn't really say, like you said, you know how if they got, yeah, it could say it's it's done more, but. In, but to them, depending on what their budget was or what their uh, expected earnings was, it you know it could be not as much. But it doesn't say anything um, on that. But I mean, <clears throat> and the th and the thing that sinks is you can't go back his historically, you know, oh over last year or over the year before that because you got these past well since uh, twenty twenty was that when the parks closed twenty nineteen twenty twenty I I can't remember you yeah. Yeah, 2020, you know, March 2020. So you can't do anything in 2020 and 2021. You can really only use, you know, kind of 2022 as it. So you can't go, you know, year over year on it. Well, so, I'm sure I'm sure there's <laughs> some sort of that. way. I'm sure there's some sort of way that they could delineate and probably have some way to figure out a number, which I would oh. never, you know. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I mean, ex exactly. Because they got to make... um you know predictions for what they're you know budgeting and everything just in general um but obviously you know parks being back open um you know it does help when they're increasing all the prices on everything and people are, are still going and paying for it and then you have and i bet you it's going to go up <laughs> even more so next year because now you got um the dynamic pricing on not only park tickets but now genie plus lightning lanes all of that so where before it was a one flat rate where now you have that dynamic pricing on it where you know your um <clears throat> days are going to be higher than others so and you could busier... almost you could almost <laughs> elevate 
the dynamic pricing by having the high high limit go higher but keeping the base level lower yep. to make it look like you have yep. a cheaper ticket. But in reality, you probably almost never go to that cheaper ticket. Yep. Nope. Ex- and, al- exactly. and along those lines, Walt Disney Company reports in general $82 billion in revenue for 2022, which means, you know, $54 million of all the total is outside of the realm, which makes sense because the parks, you know. Disney Plus did add 12.1 million subscribers in quarter four alone. Now, so on, so it's 12.1 million subscribers. It doesn't say new subscribers or anything like that. Well, now, here, here, when, that's the when thing. You here's the, here's resus- the catcher. When you no. resubscribe, is that a subscriber? Or say, um, I subscribe for a year or you have a monthly one and then I uh-huh. stop. What makes you? When does you be? When do you become a new subscriber? You know, do you wait one month and then resubscribe, and you're considered now a, you know, a subscriber? Because I mean, there's so, going to come a point where it's going to be like, oh, hey, we're. I, I I don't know. I actually get billed tomorrow for my yearly again, my first time since I got it. Um, which oh, nice. you be too. You too, wouldn't it? Didn't you get the founders thing? No, I didn't do the founders thing. Oh, you did the yearly thing. So here's the here's the the, the sticky wicket of this. Um, they say they added that, but they've been being added to multiple countries lately, with with the the multiple different TV show options. So adding twelve point one million is not that hard at all. And I'm sure I did hear a rumor that they were sending out things, um, having asking people if they wanted to come back before the ad stuff uh, changed everything. Because I do know um, the price is going to go up, I think, a dollar um, starting next year. So that might be what they're hinting at. And then maybe what, maybe, maybe, oh, he canceled it and then we came back. So that might be what it is too. Because technically, yeah. I think they have to say it that way is because they add 12.1 million. I do believe they subscribe, sub, sub, subtract people who have fallen off and who have got been gone. You know what I mean? Like they have people who have canceled the service. Right. Yeah. And like you're saying, they'll launch its ad supported tier um, on December 8th. So that'll come out. Yep. Uh, Makes sense. Next next month. So and now it says when I, when I want to go look at it right now, <laughs> mine says Disney Disney plus premium. That's what it says. Oh my god, that's not Disney Plus Plus. No. Um, Plus. Yeah, gain, gained in 2.1 gained is plus. So uh, 152.1 million last quarter. Disney Plus. Uh, oh wait, Disney Plus subscribers total 160 164.2 million by October one. That's crazy. So that's crazy, and it says. That's so more than tw- 10 times their goal from when they first started it. Right. So of the 12.1, 2 million were U.S. and Canada. Um, oh, wait. Which Canada stream- got some good stuff. The streamers pick up of 12.1 million accounts, 2 million of those in U.S. and Canada. Oh, smashed analyst forecast of an 8.1 million subscriber rate. Oh, so they were thinking they were going to get basically 9 million and they got 12 point. They got over 12. So there you oh, go. 
Yeah, I'd say that's a smashing success. Which is crazy because we're getting all this good news stuff, and then um, Disney stock price drops below $100 for the second time in 2022. Um, and But, I mean, I think like, with that, I mean, that, yeah, that's, I mean, you just have the dynamic well, of the, yeah, the, the dynamics one, of the stock market. One, it says Disney stock dives to a multi-year low after earnings report. Analysts call for Bob Chappick to be fired. I think the big thing for me with this whole stock thingy and prices, I would not be surprised if um, if the reason for most of this, most of these issues, are people trying to get Bob Chappick ousted. Because people don't realize. I, if if I was a heavy heavy shareholder in Disney, let's say I had twenty million dollars in Disney stock, I could sell a million dollars of it and make the price drop significantly, because mm-hmm. that's a lot of money losing. And 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 that happened with the crypto crisis. People were doing that to get people that were trying to, you know, screw the market out. You know, but I do think, like you said, it is the stock market. Everything's going down. Everything is right. So, well, and yeah, and with it, so I just pull it up right now. It closed today at ninety dollars and forty six cents. Uh, it actually you gained by a share of it. It gained almost uh, four dollars, three point seven one today. The lowest price it was today, it was at um, eighty seven eighty three at about eleven o'clock um, when it was trading. But the other thing is, is like you said, you have the dynamics of the stock market. You have um, the, I guess you could say, little uh, not really turmoil, but public perception of. Um, Bob Chapek and everything that's going on there and how he's the transition that uh, came about from Iger to, to Chapek and all of that that's going on and how he's going, um, the direction he's going with the company. And the other thing is, is this just in general, you know, the economy, everything that's going on with that, um, you know, not, not, I mean, you take politics or whatever out of it, but just gen- the economy in general interest rates are going up and then you have an election year too. So yep. you have all of those things that factor in. It may not necessarily be a Disney specific thing, but it's a general stock market issue compounded with everything, um, you know, w- with everything um, at Disney as well with it. So, but the funny thing is, is everyone says, you know, Oh, fire Bob. Oh, do this. Yeah. It's dropped the, you know, below 100 for the second time this year uh but you know then again i mean he's going to be there for three years and i mean they added 12.1 million subscribers company reports 82 billion dollar revenue the parks made 28 million billion dollars mm-hmm. i mean that's no small potatoes now like you said it'd be different if they were um, anticipating like a 30 or 32 billion dollar and they only got 28 um but i mean when you're in the double digit you know almost 30 billion dollars in revenue i mean our powerball was 2.04 the other day not the powerball just the yeah powerball sorry no the mega is the other one you know ended up being 2.04 so i mean that's almost three times that so or yeah, times that. Sorry. We'll see. Well, we also so like you also get this. It's a report comes out that you know Hurricane Ian caused sixty-five million dollar dip in expected quarter four earnings for Disney parks and experiences and products. That doesn't help either because people see that, and like I've said multiple times, Disney tells its investors, "This is how much money we're going to make this year," 
And quarter four is always usually rough because that usually they'll start giving out projections and stuff like that early on. And that usually will either drive the price down or drive the price up. And then, so now they say they lost that many, that, that much. And, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's a part of, like you said, the stock market. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is, is so it says Hurricane Easing got a 65 million dip in, ex, in expected the, the earnings for Disney Park experiences. Well, Disney Parks made 28 billion revenue during during the whole year, so that did. No quarter, quarter, quarter. No, I know, but the the 28 billion was in revenue during 2022 fiscal year. The 65 million was in. Quarter oh, okay, four. Yes, 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 quarter four. Sorry. So, yes. so that dip in quarter four equated out the whole fiscal year. It's 0.23 percent of it. Yeah, so, yeah. So when you take it on on that, it's like, oh my gosh, sixty four billion. But when sixty four million, but a thousand million is one billion. So, you know. But when when you take it at that, I mean, granted that is significant, and that, you know, the hurricane that came through and everything, you know, they're not getting, they got people in the hotel stay, but they weren't going to the parks, spending, you know, all all of that. So, no, no. so. Which stinks because maybe that twenty-eight billion could be, you know, up higher if it wasn't, you know, well, it would have been if it wasn't for the hurricane. Man, Mother Nature is just really hitting in the bottom line of Walt Disney World. I feel sorry for them. Yeah, it's um, as there's another hurricane going on right now. Right now, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, details have been announced for the Marvel Day at Sea on Disney Dream in 2023, including first appearance of Sorcerer Supreme Wong. There you go. Um, that's kind of cool. I want to see who they have playing it, so I'll be looking for those videos. Um, we did get a, a sneak peek of Strange World coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios, Disneyland Paris, and Disney uh, Cruise Line. This seems like something to compete with Avengers Campus because there is the kind of the Doctor Strange area of everything. Um, right. Oh, is that what Strange World is? Is the Doctor Strange? I believe so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Makes um, sense. I think so. Let me see I mean, it, that would make sense, but I would... Well, I guess with that, you know, it's it's niche enough um, on it. No, no, the no, Strange World is... Oh, it's natural. It's natural. The movie. new animated studios. That's right. That um, I did see. A actually, it comes out November twenty third. Yeah, uh, I oh, saw yeah. the yeah the announcement from Jake Gyllenhaal and Gabrielle Union, um, about it. And it's like I forgot how it goes, but they basically. Oh come on! You're see, passing up on the best person. They wake. They wake up and Alan Tudyk. In. Like a strange world. Oh, is that the one that last week we were talking about or a couple weeks ago? I think so. I think so. But, oh, it looks like they're explorers, basically. Our legend family of explorers who differences threaten to topple their latest and most crucial mission into uncharted and uh, treacherous territory. So, huh. Interesting. Screen yeah, thing. actually, I just saw. I just saw. A, oh, that's a right. Image yeah, of yeah it. Dennis, it looks really good. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's in it too. Yep, so yep, 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 yep. I yep. stand corrected. Um, 
So Universal Orlando Resort uh, closed yesterday for the tropical storm and did reopen a soft opening uh, today, as well as Disney yeah. World as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, fa- same exact yeah. thing. Yeah, phased reopening for everything because, it's, like I said, it's a resort, so you get the hotels, the downtown right, district, exactly. Everything. So, yeah, they're phased reopening because I, I know it's not the hurricane isn't as bad as Ian, but it's you know waiting for it to. You still get gotta out be you gotta be safe, and you don't know what damage still left over from the previous hurricane could be exposed with this hurricane. Right, exactly. And he's got to be, you know, you know, doing it in a safe manner. Exactly. Um, this one, I actually, uh, I saw this. I didn't even think about sharing this. Um, a scare actor was assault- assaulted by a guest during the Hollywood Horror Nights in Disneyland. Oh, sorry, at 2022 at Universal Studios uh, Hollywood. Now, what they did was this dude was like, he was doing that thing where basically... He like stalks the person and stands next to him, but doesn't touch them, doesn't get close. And um, this dude just comes out of nowhere and just out of, just decks him hard as can be. And it was really? the craziest thing I've seen. Oh yeah, dude, he comes out of nowhere and he's. And it sounds like he says, "Leave my friend alone" or something. And someone's like, hey, stop him. And they go, are you okay? And I guess the person, like, broke their arm or something. Like, that's how hard he came. He, it was a blindside block like you see in college football that they ban now. It was That's how bad it was. He's He threw the dude a good, I don't know, seven, eight feet off to the side. <laughs> yeah, no, he, like he said, he can't. I just saw the video. He straight up came out of nowhere and just, and the guy was, like you said, wasn't even looking at him or whatnot. Broke his hand, may need um, <coughs> surgery. Uh, I guess the guy thought he touched the, his girlfriend, um, but she only got scared is what it says. So I guess that's why he got all that's why he came in and well, a what he should have done is not completely ramside blocked him. But the guy kind of looked like a, a hothead anyways. So, so they, was, they did find him, though. They did find him. They found him. Yeah, there was as soon as it happened, there was like a supervisor or whatnot that went running, <clears throat> running after him. He said he can't dude he came in from like not from the side from like running down like the walkway i thought he came yeah like just from the side no he came running down from the side and so he says watch out bro and he says uh he rams him and he says uh don't with my girlfriend and then walks away yeah i'll have to bleep that out to him somehow because can't have and the then everyone's the just sitting there like just completely <laughs> stunned because he came out of nowhere. It was legitimately no. out of nowhere. Yeah, that. Oh, my God. I would be. Yeah, well, that guy's never going to set foot in. Exactly. Rumor, rumor is they're <laughs> supposed to get banned, but you never know. Oh, he's going to get banned, going to get sued, and he's going to have to pay for um, surgery and medical bills. Oh, yeah. Um, lastly, yeah. we have two deaths. Um, first was Dizzy Legend. Uh, Alice Davis has passed at the age of 93 years old. Um, and then we had Leslie Phillips. Well, with, was before the... going to that one, I mean, Alice Davis is a huge Disney legend married to Mark Davis. Um, and what Alice Davis has done, what she's most notably for is um, her first thing that she did was create the costume for the dancer. Um, 
Helen Stanley to work for the live action reference footage for Aurora and Sleeping Beauty. So that was the first thing that she did. And then she's basically uh, most well known for because she's a, a designer um, on it. And she uh, designing and dressing the animated figures for It's a Small World and Pirates. And it's funny, it's a cool quote here is she recalled, um, I went from sweet little children to dirty old men overnight because she when she was done with um, Alice in Wonder. I mean, not Alice in Wonderland with It's a Small World. She went to um, Pirates of the Caribbean. So and she from what I heard with, you know, interviews and everything that she's done is she was uh, a little, you know, she was uh, a kick in the pants um, with it. And then with her, like I said, m- you know, married to Disney legend mark davis and he did a lot of right attractions haunted mansion and whatnot as well so it stinks that i mean none of these are you know not going to live forever but it's sad to see these legendary you know whoever it is that worked with uh you know in in the disney company and especially with walter you know are passing away and there's going to be a coming a day here in the not so distant future that there's going to be nobody alive that actually worked with, you know, Walt Disney, which I mean, yeah, it's eventually going to happen. But, you know, with everyone passing away, it's going um, to happen sooner rather than later. Well, I have a funny story I'll tell after we finish this the next death about Walt Disney that I thought was pretty cool. But um, uh, we also had Leslie Phillips, who was the voice of the sorting hat from the Harry Potter movies. Um, so if you've watched Harry Potter, you know his well, his voice very well. Um, and uh, it's, you know, he was 98, so he was up there. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's... it's Right. It's I mean, life. at least the thing is, you know, both of them were in their 90s, one in their early and the other one in their late 90s. I mean, they lived, you know, sound like a, a good life and didn't see, really see anything come out. You know, whether it was complications on anything or, or whatnot. I mean, Annette, you know, if you make it to shoot even 80, 85 plus, um, you're doing doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, so the story I have that's interesting before we go to the Disney pile actually involves Walt Disney himself. I um, listened to a podcast the other day about Boy Meets World, and one of the producers was Jeff Sherman. And Jeff Sherman's dad was one of the brothers of the Sherman brothers who um, are famous. Basically, one of the most um, famous songs is Spoonful of Sugar for Mary Poppins. They worked on basically all the huge movies for Walt Disney. And when they were doing the Mary Poppins movie, um, he brought his the, the Jeffrey got to go to the set with his dad, the, one of the composers. And he was seeing all the sets and Walt Disney went up and asked him, he's like, how was it? And he's like, eh, it was all right. And he goes, what was all right? He goes, the sets, it's just, it's not believable. And he grabbed, I guess he grabbed his hand and took him to the rooftop and said, what's not believable about this? He goes, they're supposed to be in the sky. He goes, it's called movie magic, my friend. And he's like (laughs) knelt down and told them this and, He's like, you know, just cool, like having stories about Walt because you never, you don't hear him anymore, right? Because you know, like, because he's, he's this. So Jeff Sherman was born in '57, so he was right yep. there at the end of Disney's run. 
You know what yeah, because I mean? he died in yeah he died in sixty five, so he was what uh, eight, eight years, years old. Eight yeah. years old, so he's probably six or seven when, uh, yeah, right when so, all, yeah when all that happened. Yeah, and his dad was uh, Bob or Robert Sherman. Though yes. he's the in the movie, he's the one that had the limp and uh, has since. Well, he's uh, actually in the movie. Passed, passed away. Yeah, the Sherman brothers are in the movie. I didn't know that. Yeah, in Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, and I, I'm I'm talking about the actual movie, movie like Mary oh, Poppins. Mary, no, Mary Poppins. No, no, oh, I mean, they are in the credits. No, in Saving Mr. Banks, he's the one. Um, what was it the war? I think he was in the war. Came back, had a limp, and um, P.L. Travers makes the comment about him. So, because uh, Richard Sherman is still uh, still alive, but Bob passed in. 2012. 2012, yeah. So that was interesting. And now on to the Disney Parks piles. So we, as we're going rapid fire, Tim needs to level up some guns in Modern Warfare 2. Quick update. We both are loving it. We're both having fun. Even um, it's a big difference from Modern Warfare 2. Um, Modern Warfare, the first one, because I do remember Tim. No, 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 no. I mean, like the first remake in 2019. Oh, um, yeah. For those of you who have never heard Tim upset, um, Tim yells a lot when he's getting mad about getting sniped or getting hacked on. So we've had people that are like most obviously hacking and we've just been having fun with it. So it's a lot of fun. Well, and it's very easy to report them now, like extremely easy where before you had to wait, remember their name, wait till the end, find them in like your most recent players and then report them this way. Where now, as soon as they kill you, wait for the kill cam on mine, I play a keyboard, X report player, and then it brings up the list, click, send report, you're off and going. And whether it's just a happenstance or they're just so good or you're so far behind on their snapping, but there was a couple of them where I well, I was killed through a wall after I spawned, stuff well, like and there that, was like, you could just tell. Yeah, and it was like a group of them too. You could tell they were all buddies playing and had it running. The last one that we were playing, it was like two or three of them because they were all running yeah. together. Yeah, so it was obvious on that one, but I will say it's a lot of fun. Uh, tell us how you feel about the games you're playing, the movies, TV you're watching, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOCastGaming. Um, now well, in the... And, and just curtailing on that, depending on when we record our next podcast, Wednesday oh, the yeah. 16th is when, what do they call it, Warzone 2 and... 2.0. 2.0 and... Modern Warfare Season 1 or something like that. There's something It's Modern else. Warfare 2. It's Season 1 Battle Pass is when it starts. So basically, yeah. um, for those who don't know, the newest game that's out, that's what the Battle Pass applies to. So there will be no more Vanguard uh, level achievements, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did find out today that Warzone, the original, will go down that day, and it will not come back up until the 28th of november so it will be down while oh, everyone so they, focuses they on the servers for well, probably that but it's also they need more people on on deck to focus on the servers for that right so. right right yeah well yeah you stream everyone or funnel everyone through 2.0 then get the yep. server issue fixed and then that way when you you know basically click the check mark or check mark the box still to, waiting to see when i can download or pre-download the game it's not telling it. me so yeah, it'll probably be the day before, like how it always is, or maybe over this weekend. 30 the other gig thing, download the day before? Oh. 
Yeah. Um, but the other thing is, is I haven't heard anything about double XP coming up that weekend. Normally they'll say it, but it'll probably be Monday, Tuesday, because normally when it comes out like that first weekend, you get double XP. You know, that's weird. We didn't get double XP for hmm. Modern Warfare. Nope. You just got to buy Mountain Dew stuff. Select yeah. Mountain Dew products, I should Maybe, say. Yeah, they, uh, no, di- no, no diet, dude, or zero. I've, been I've, looking I've seen it on diet. Yesterday yeah. I saw it on a diet bottle. Yeah, because I almost picked that one up. You need to buy it for me, dude. I drink the diet. I had the regular one, and it's making but, You want me sick. to keep keep it for you, and the next time I see you in two months, get it for you? I'll already I'll open it and use the code and then give you the diet Mountain but, Dew. Oh, you better not. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you. I'm driving by you tomorrow. I am going to come to your house, and I'm going to poop on your porch. <laughs> Actually, if you're driving by tomorrow, I can tell you the convenience station. It's really like yes. three minutes from the house. It's easy. Yes. Yes, I'll have to call so you. So you can go buy diet, and it's two for four dollars. Not that I know. Hey, um, so now into the general pile for Disney parks. Uh, same day cancellations are now available for dining reservations in the My Disney Experience app. Now, I used to make same day reservations for Carnation Cafe all the time in Disney parks. I know it's a little bit different now since COVID, but um, it was pretty easy to cancel. So I'm sure they just went back to that simple. Um, you well, know. and it's nice that you could do it through the app. Yeah. Obviously, they want you to do everything through the Things app. Really but, and and same day cancellation where it's not, excuse me, 24 hours before. Um, next, Disney's contingency plan for a possible recession includes ticket discounts, increased capacity, and reselling annual passes. So they already I mean, do two of the three. Yeah. As yeah, we stand right now. Ticket discounts, they always always have something going on, whether it's a SoCal or California or whatever. Increased capacity, you see that when everything's sold out, and then all of a sudden, ooh, magically more uh, passes I mean, when, come available. When, when they reopened, they did the discount. It was only California people would be able to go to Disneyland. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to show your ID. So we have nothing for abroad, but Walt Disney World. So the Walt Disney World theme park did close yesterday. Um which is, you know, more what, precaution. Yeah, precaution. What the heck? The world's most magical arrest. Fugitive on the run arrested after officer recognizes him on vacation at Walt Disney World. That is awesome. What? Oh, he's from New York. Really? Oh, a fugitive from New York was arrested after a federal inspector spotted him while on vacation at Walt Disney World. Quashon Burton, who authorities say went on the run in New York City last November after allegedly using fraudulent documents to obtain coronavirus relief aid, was spotted at Disney World Mm. last month. That stinks. Well, it stinks for him, but that's funny for a a news line. But imagine being, (laughs) hey, I'm going to Disney World. Nobody's going to know me. And all of a sudden, hold on, wait. And that resort is huge. And you got to think for them to walk by each other is, I mean, you're finding the needle in the haystack. Yeah, exactly. And he got it. And then the rest of them, oh, that's awesome. That's, I mean, that's got to be kind of like the best feeling ever. Like you're stuck on it and all of a sudden the dude's there. You're like, wait, what? Well, imagine, imagine if his wife is like, no, don't arrest him. You're on vacation with the family. This is not work. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney World and cast member union meet again to discuss wages and more. Uh, Disneyland went through this, so it's just 
progressively gets to the other part, you know, California. Yeah, well, and it's and know. it's going to be an ongoing thing no matter what because it's unions and it's um wages and everything, so they're always going to discuss it. Yeah. Um extra flash added to big bang moment on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind and Epcot. I haven't watched it cuz I don't want to I just, I just thought it was funny that that was a an article headline that ooh, another flash a light, one more dude, light bulb flash. Some people, off. some people, dude, pay attention to everything like so much. Oh no, no, no! I, I get it, and that's you know, awesome or whatever. But it's like, okay, I mean, what more, what more in the article are you gonna say except for an extra flash was added to the big bang moment in Guardians of the Galaxy? You know, that's kind of pretty much the whole article. I guess you could do the side by side videos of it, but. I just thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Or maybe um, it was a slow day. I mean, it could have been. Um, next, let's see. Oops, I accidentally clicked out. Um, yeah. Oh, this is the one that I was like, I was confused by a little bit, but you'll probably have more info than I could find. Because um, it, it's different than what they say. So a high school marching band cancels Walt Disney World performance after being asked to cover up a Native American logo. Right. And it's just, I mean, obviously the last time they had something like this happen, they, what the school video that they sent them versus the performance that they did had um, was not the same. And, you know, they got... They had some chants and whatnot had, in there that were not approved. Yeah, had some issue, and it was, you know... In regards to, you know, Native Americans, you know, again, just like this one. So um, I don't know. I mean, th- really the reasoning for um, covering it up because it's not necessarily, I mean, necessarily, you know, like bad or whatnot. I mean, it's not like, you know, a, them scalping it or anything like that. It looks like it's just a, you know, Native American in the typical headdress. But I think they're... You know, it's knee-jerk reaction to it, and they don't want anything um, that anybody could take, you know, out of context or, or right. whatnot. Especially with what happened last time. So, um, it's <clears throat> it's interesting uh, on it. So, but I think they're more worried. They probably don't want to give bit off of it you know what i mean because it's right no exactly that's that's basically all it is and i don't think it's anything negative i don't want to hear these people are saying well you know i'm native american and i support this because it has nothing to do with being a native american it has everything to do with look there's a lot of native american schools that have um no native americans even close to the school there's one by us by me that had a native american mascot they changed it Mm -hmm. um because it's kind of you know actually both the elementary school and the college were both the warriors and they had a very traditional indian headdress looking figure and they used to do which i loved about the college they used to have they called it the stand state powwow and basically Mm -hmm. they would do the um when the native americans would do the dancing with the rings you ever seen that where it makes like the big ball it makes the wings and there's all this cool stuff. They used to yeah. do like a whole weekend where it was like performances by Native Americans. Um, but there's none locally that well, it's not like we have a tribe close by. We could, you know, do like yeah. you know, the Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> They're the Florida State Seminoles. 
Yeah, you know, I guess the closest I, I, one would be like 45 minutes away. Miwok. Yeah. Probably. Well, and, and that's the closest uh, casino as well. And those obviously have to be on tribal land, so. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's probably what it yeah, yeah, and that's, is. Yeah, and, and the same thing with us down here in the, the town that I live in. I mean, they had to change their name. Because it was, you know, the Warriors didn't, you know, Sand State didn't have to change their name for down no, here. No, they went to a Spartan. They went to, to change it. It's still Warriors, but it looks like a Roman guy. Yeah, and for down here, they literally had, there was two in the state of California that had to change their name. One um, up kind of by you, and the other one was the town that I live in. And they kept the, um, all what they did was change the name, still kept the mascot and everything like that. Um, yeah. on it and the same thing for us the closest tribe you know for us is uh half hour 45 minutes um away because that's the nearest indian casino yeah i guess in both directions i forgot about the other one so but it's weird this one's it still said they'll still be visiting walt disney world they're just searching for an alternative performance venue the principal wrote and asked disney twice to reconsider the demand on the school cover-up of their logo so um i think it's just disney being you know don't want to take any chances or anything and the thing is is you're going to disney to play for them like i said you know i went and i played at disney world um there no we just did one and you know we had to follow the rules and everything that they had to do because we're going to them it's not like disney came to us we're going to them so it's like disney's like hey you want to play here Here's the rules, and basically, you know, the last line on any contract, if everyone's smart, is we could change these rules at any time uh, type deal. So, or, you know, refuse, you know, like, what, what's the liquor market say? We could refuse service to anyone. So, yeah, kind of the same thing like that, where it's like, hey, you know what? You can play here. Everything is good, but you got to cover up that logo, and they're going to say no. It's like, okay, well, then, you know, your, um, your request to play here has been denied because you can't cover up the logo so but you don't see them like oh my god you know really throwing up a a hissy fit or bashing them or whatnot they ask they're still going yeah uh, to it but they're just not going to be able to play in it so it kind of stinks because it is cool um playing there but um Last thing we have in Disney World is the lamppost breaks and falls in front of guests at entrance to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it has been restored, so no harm, no foul. That would seem um, someone. Then Disneyland Resort, the Christmas decor installed across Disneyland Resort, including Sleeping Booty Castle, Icicles, Buena Vista Street, Christmas Tree, and more. Um, we do have a new park map featuring a Magic Band Plus arrive at Disneyland Park. Um and we did get a new Black Panther Wakanda Forever mural in downtown Disney District, which and that is looks pretty like awesome. A, yeah, and I think that's over by e, the old ESPN zone where they had yes. the um, when Chadwick Boseman passed away. Yes. They had a mural there too by a Similar local spot, artist. Yeah. And yeah. lastly, finally, Tim's dreams have come true. We have found the images, or they've released the images of the new Great. treehouse layover. Right. And it's it's actually pretty cool. It's going so it's not Tarzan's treehouse anymore, but it's gonna pull inspiration from um like the old Swiss family Robinson treehouse um on it, but it's gonna be called um Adventure Adventureland Treehouse. So kind of the I don't like using rumors on here or whatnot, but it's with 
the recent, I mean, you know, there's going to be a Swiss Family Robinson series on Disney Plus, so there could be ties into that. Um, because, like I said, it's in the same, you know, inspired by it, so it looks like and reminisce of it. And the other thing is, is you get the Society of Adventurers and Explorers, um, the SIA, and there's more of that being um, prevalent in the parks and could pull um, from that as well. Or if there's going to be, you know, some sort of storyline based on that, they could use this for it. So it's kind of a generic treehouse, but more so in the fashion of the Swiss Family Robinson. And mm-hmm. the other thing that they said, which was really cool, because obviously they took out the entrance, the tree um, stump that was there in the middle of the walkway. <laughs> um, so it's going to be like how the uh, before the because that came about from the tar the Tarzan when they remodeled it to Tarzan's tree house where the mm-hmm. Swiss Family Robinson one was um, off next to um, Jungle uh, Indiana Jones. Where with this one, it's going to have a more so um, lower area by the exit, and the water wheel is going to be back, so that's cool. Or or didn't leave, um, but it's going to be more um ada compliant with a lot more stuff being on kind of that exit bottom floor with like a stove in or like a kitchen in there with unique um accessories and kind of how they did it before but more so seems like it's going to be um maybe a bigger air or a wider area if you know you have people with accessibility issues to you know still enjoy the treehouse, but not being able yeah. to go up and down um, the steps. So that's cool. And the other cool thing is, is that it's overseen by Kim Irvine, uh, which is awesome. So that's, uh, and she did the <laughs> remodel of the, um, I think of the castle and of the, uh, the walkthrough of the castle as well and different things and she was in the muppets uh haunted mansion she was madame leota obviously because her mom who was leota tombs was the original or is the uh the character in uh is madame leota in the haunted mansion and i think kim irvine does the voice of the um madame leota on um the haunted mansion uh overlay holiday overlay so, yeah, no, she's good. Everyone likes um, what she does. And everyone's like, ooh, I don't know. This is going to be, how's it going to come out? And they're like, oh, well, Kim, Kim, Irvine, Kim, Kim Irvine is spearheading it. They're like, okay, no, it's going to be fine. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we finally have that for us. Um, right. So we're then, very happy. Yep. And then the very last thing is we'll end on a high note. Yes, pun intended is that Disneyland Hotel celebrates another construction milestone on the new DVC tower as the highest beam has been installed. So it's topped out. It's good to go. So basically the steel structure is as high as it's going to get. And now it's just, uh, you know, the the, infrastructure is put together and now it's just putting everything up on the outside and then the room's up on the inside. So if you're there, at least you could see how tall it's going to be. Yeah, and they actually, they um, this is the normal thing they do. They build it all the way up, and then 
um, they start building out from that one point. Usually they have the workers who are working on it and potential workers in the hotel or whatnot or the ride. They will actually go sign the beam. So um, very excited just getting that close to be done. Um, and that is all we have for you this week. I want to thank everyone who's come through uh, to listen, share. If you guys, you know, contact us for whatever reason, it's always greatly appreciated. And we, we have so much fun doing this. And um, like I said, uh, if if you guys um, have anything you want us, you know, to talk about or um, you know, bring it up. Let's just just let us know. Just tell us, and be the ones here to to help you out and talk you through it. And um, I just accidentally deleted all my emails, so I'm trying to fix that right now. Uh, <laughs> Edit, undo, or if you want to play with us on, you know, Warzone, Modern Warfare, or any other gaming, you know, yes. I haven't played Fortnite in a hot while, but that's because, you know, PGA. 2k came out with their new one and then after that modern warfare came out and then after that Warzone's going to come out and trying to get you know now that we've gotten modern uh warfare kind of figured out with everything and the gunsmithing and how that happens now next week we get to figure out how Warzone is going to happen and from what i heard is they're not going to have uh plunder in it uh initially so that kind of stinks really but... Yeah, I think they're going to have something similar to it um, where it's not just going to be all like Battle Royale type stuff, you know, uh, solos, duos, trios, quads and whatnot. I mean, the different playlists, Um, but I just hope it's not the big team deathmatch map because that one stinks, but I'm sure they're going to have something similar to it. Gameplay, um, obviously objective based like all the other ones are, but. Yeah, well, hey, we do have we do have shoot house and we do have shipyard. So, shipyard. yep, we're going to have some fun. So definitely um, level up guns on that one. So like Tim said, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast gaming. And for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.